Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi and welcome along to this instalment of the Left on Red podcast, our first of 2022, a year that will hopefully bring us a title and European qualification and good performances like we had the other day. We're going to start this episode by recalling our visit on Boxing Day to Norwich very briefly and then we're going to move on to Saturday's defeat at home. Okay, so before we get on to the heartbreak of this Saturday, we've got a little Norwich Boxing Day trip to talk about. That was a slightly easier one to discuss. It's, it was nice. I was back in with the away fans, which was always mm-hmm. lovely. And also the, the Norwich fans are quite pleasant. It's just quite a pleasant place. I, yeah, no, it's really nice. I mean, going to Norwich quite often o- over my sort of academy days, it's a really nice academy ground, like really yeah, yeah. good. And what you don't usually get in, in when you go to an away day when you're playing another team is them provide like the nicest meal for you post-match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you usually just get back on the minibus and go home. Whenever you went to Norwich, the Delia Smith's... Disi- oh, um, dis- Delia's, the, yeah, the, yeah. the little restaurant. Her disciples just yeah, you know, yeah. cooking some absolutely stunning stuff yeah. up for you. So I've always enjoyed my away days at Norwich. Yeah, no, it was, it was actually quite nice. And you don't feel like you're going to get killed, which you do on most away days, yeah. which is actually quite enjoyable as well. You don't. I, I didn't feel worried about sort of walking around in an Arsenal shirt and Arsenal yeah. scarf. Um but we had a little. We actually had a, a Lathy was away, so I went with went with some other friends, and um, we actually had a little. I'd, I'd say it was probably a hog roast before the game. Okay. It was like it was like pulled pork in a in a bun with apple sauce. This was and on, on room, right? This this was like just outside the ground. Okay, like a, a Toby Carvery type of yeah yeah vibe. Sort, okay. sort of that kind of vibe. That was really nice. It was pissing it down though, which is a bit annoying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the it was just it was just a lovely day to be yeah, honest. Yeah, uh, I'd say it was one it was one of my most sort of pleasant experiences. It was completely sort of stress thr- stress free throughout the game. It was just like liquid football, wasn't it? Yeah, and and it was also like there was a bit of you you also had a bit of everything because there was a little bit of like oh a fight broke out when we were one nil up and then it was like boom okay yeah. here we go yeah mess with the wrong lot yeah oh what when they um. Because obviously Ben White was playing right back. Yeah, yeah. And some, when some some geezer with ponytail, Panchetta, yeah, what's his name? I don't know. He just looked a bit stupid, didn't he? Yeah, you? something like that. He, he tried to fight them, and that didn't go well for them. Uh, they poked the bear, basically. Yeah, exactly. Poked the belly of the beast. I mean, we were we were. It was just so easy. We were really good. They were really bad. It's about tactically. We, there's not really much point in going into it. I mean, the difference was we played a four three three, and Jacka played. Yeah, Jacka played as much higher up. Yeah, um, but then I, I was thinking like. If you know you're going to play that system, right, and you're playing away at Norwich, why not then just play Smith Rowe? Yeah, it's true. Like, why no, wouldn't, like, I don't know. Maybe Xhaka's pressing high up the pitch, yeah. off the ball stuff. Or I guess he, like, has the ability to drop back in if the game got to that point. Yeah, like, substitution-wise, it, yeah. it gives it the manager more... And it's not, I guess you could flip it and go, and yeah. it's Norwich, so why not play Xhaka in yeah. that system? But also, I mean, like, without substitutions it just gives you the option of playing another system too yeah it's, it's yeah more flexible in game isn't it yeah but yeah Norwich was just really fun and uh, uh, as much as they were bad they've not been comprehensively beaten like that 
no, uh, by yeah. a team this season. I, well, I they did it like, two, days, two days later, they got whipped by Palace. They did get whipped by Palace, but like... You've got to, you've got to praise us for, for a really good performance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, some of the, the combination play was, was, was lovely to watch in the link-up. and Yeah. It, yeah. It was, it was really positive that, that also some changes to the lineup didn't... Didn't, yeah, yeah, at the exactly. back didn't, didn't yeah. affect us too, too right, badly. Right back, he looked really competent there. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was just all, all in all, it was just a very, very good day. It's, it's actually quite a nice ground as well. To be fair, I'd imagine it's, it is. it's very, it's very Selhurst Park esque. Really? Okay. It's like sort of old school Premier League ground, like. It was quite Fans funny. Close we, to the pitch. Yeah, we thought the uh, we thought the Morrison's across the way from it was the ground. Was the ground? Yeah, I it, saw somebody on Twitter it actually eclipses it, saying that the, the Morrison's next door is bigger than the ground yeah, itself, yeah. which says something about the size. You don't really notice the ground until you sort of look at it, and then you're like, "Oh, look, there's a wall with the Norwich badge on." Yeah. So Saturday, home to Manchester City, kicking off the new year. What a happy oh. new year it was looking like it was going to be after forty-five minutes. Who let us play at twelve thirty on New Year's Day? Though, Criminal. Please? I. I mean, I, you can I only imagine what those City fans were feeling like. Yeah, I'd have yeah. been. I'd have been fuming if I had to do that. Yeah, sure, surely, surely they, they they didn't go out on the lash the night before in Manchester and or stayed the night in London. I think more likely to have stayed the night in London yeah. than. You... But what time would those coaches have left for a? Tw- uh, well, it's what is it? A five to six, uh, five hour journey. So, so maybe five a.m. Maybe maybe four thirty in the morning. Oh, four four thirty meet on New Year's Day. So it's massive from the City fans, if I'm honest. To, yeah, to they were they good numbers, numbers as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I I went to bed at six six oh, a.m. I went to bed at like twelve o one. Well, that's that's just too too good from you. So sorry. Uh, so I've, year, I've got a lovely little five hour five hour sleep. I woke up at eleven. Left at half eleven for a twelve thirty kickoff, but I wasn't I wasn't in my best best no. shape to be watching the match. In no, football. you, you said but the game woke the game woke me up. Oh, the my game woke God. me up. I th- I thought like the atmosphere was a lot better than I was expecting it to be. I think like we all sort of knew that we were going to have to make it as intimidating a place as we could. For, yeah. to get anything out of it. I mean, it, it wasn't then, really any different to, to how the Emirates has been all season. No, but that but then oh God, that that first half performance. I think I think. Actually, what would be really good is if we investigate this game with an as neutral cap as possible because yeah. it's very easy to go we were fucking amazing or it's very easy to go we were robbed. But actually, if you if you look at the back, that first forty five minutes, in my opinion, was a pleasure to, to have witnessed live. Yeah, from from both teams, I thought that Man City actually some of the things they were doing, some of the patterns of passing to to play through us were cool were quite amazing to watch. But then they didn't really create anything, which is no. a massive bonus for our defence and that yeah. we won our 1v1 battles. And then we pressed them exceptionally. And I think the key thing is that we approached the match playing with the same system and tactics that we've been playing with yeah. for the majority of the season. We didn't change the system. And we really, you know, obviously they had more possession than us. Yeah. And we did have to press press with a lot of intensity. And we did that yeah. exceptionally well. But when we did have the chance to play out from the back and play our own system... Mm. We actually implemented that, and they struggled to they struggled to to press us yeah. and nick the ball of us. I, so I, I thought, was, in in that sense, it was you know, I was really proud of us for actually sticking to our guns. Yeah, I was really thinking we would change the system because I think, you know, whenever you've seen City play this season and the team has tried to go toe to toe with them, they've been completely done. Yeah, absolutely. And 
we went toe to toe with them and we outplayed them for forty five. And, and by the way, Chelsea um, losing at home at Stamford Bridge early on in the season. That's not playing three five two isn't going toe to toe with Man City. Yeah. That's going counter. The only game where a team's gone toe to toe with them was Liverpool at Anfield, and they were out, absolutely outplayed. Yeah, they, uh, that, 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 that draw, so that Liverpool performance was nowhere near as good as the Arsenal performance on Saturday. No, in that in that first half, uh, it was just it was a joy to watch, and I think it was one of those games where I think the players knew that it was a chance for them to show everyone what they could do, and for forty five minutes they really, really did. And, we and I think that, that, but that's why I, th- I was so heartbroken for them all at uh, full time as well because the Emirates sort of erupted in support, but they were all down on the floor, and it was like, yeah, everything had but, gone against them. But actually, in the second half. If you look at all twenty two players, it speaks volumes about how impressive the performances and how much heart yeah. and passion and fight was applied by the Arsenal players and by the Man City players as a reaction to but see also, the Arsenal players on the floor but also a team that, that were at the time eight points clear they're now yeah, ten yeah. points clear on the A all on the floor and then B all getting up off the floor and huddling yeah, like they yeah. won the league it, 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 it was I thought but it, it symbolised it shows how high a regard they hold us in yeah and you know they know it's a really tough place to come to this year. I mean, and the fact that they had to snatch it with a goal like that. I mean, City had two shots on target. They didn't create anything. They didn't create any. They had two shots on target. on target. One of them was a penalty, and the other one was a little like. So I'm saying I was in, I was in, I was impressed at points in the first half with us pressing them, but I was also impressed at points in the first half with how they can't play beautiful football through us, which yeah. is expected. But they did that without creating anything because they played, Tommy Asu in his one v one against yeah. Sterling on toast. Gabriel against Jesus yeah. on toast, but they played they played beautiful football through the lines. But what once they got to that final third, there was nothing. Yeah, which and is you, I think a fair assessment. You we rarely rarely see battles. that from City. Yeah, I, I was going to say sort of tactically. I don't know whether you noticed this, but I thought there was clear instruction to try and ex- exploit that left hand side. Um, that sits so City's noticed- right hand side. Yes, yes. Okay. So Cancelo playing at right back. They, right, we, he didn't play right back though. No, yeah. but we, we looked like we knew that, you know, he was in that position of the field, yeah. that he was going to come inside and he was going to play sort of wherever he wanted. And yeah. every, it looked, every time we got the ball in a bit of space, yeah. we were looking over to that side for a Martinelli and Tierney overload. Yeah. Every time. When, 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 we, when we had the ball, yeah, I agree. So if we want to get into the ta- actually, should we talk about the second half before we go into the tactics? Just sure. the refereeing decisions. I think that'd be good. Um, so I'm gonna tr- we're gonna try and stay balanced here. It might be hard. I think the referees' overall performance completely disrupted the flow of the match, yeah. which ru- which in turn ruined the games. I think the penalty decisions were not what upset me more. I think equal giving and not yeah. giving of yellow cards and fouls. So Arsenal players were given yellow cards yeah. and Man City were given foul free kicks and it yeah. wasn't happening in but reverse like, when, for example, when equal like tackles were Rodri, how was he not booked? Yeah. <clears throat> he only got a booking in like the 94th minute. Yeah, for taking a shot. But I think, you know, in the first half, Okay, maybe it wasn't a penalty. I think on Odegaard, but the ref has to go and look at it. The ref has to go. If well, he's VAR has to tell him to go if and he, look at if it. he's if he's waved it away, like fair enough. But VAR has to tell him to go and look at it, like they did for that Bernardo Silva. I agree with which that. Which probably was a penalty, soft, but penalty and really silly of Xhaka to do that in the box to get to even give the referee the option yeah. to go and have a look at that. But then, what was most frustrating was 
one, I don't even know what Gabriel got his first yellow for. It I've was, seen it was, um, I've seen people say it was scuffing the spot. It wasn't. It was uh, it was for so after the penalty was taken, he charged up to the referee and and, and shouted at the and, and, and that was because so I've he was seen, given. So that's still stupid. I've seen some people say that it was because Rodri pushed him into the ref. Uh, like, well, I, I saw that the footage. Little, he, there was no massive. They were all off celebrating. Right. He's just gone and charged up at the ref and said something in his face. Right. Um, and and then Albert Airport Albert said after the game that uh, it was he he just said to the ref why didn't you look at the Odegaard one right with with no profanities I I don't, I don't you know I, if I'm honest I, you know maybe he didn't say that but okay you've given him a yellow fine harsh yellow yeah but then once he goes and makes that challenge after you as a ref in that in the game that's heating up it's like the that. temp of the game yeah. the ref has set where he's gone I'm not going to give a foul for Manchester yeah. I'm not going to give Rodri a yellow card I'm not going to give Bernardo Silva a yellow card yeah. or I think, Diaz I think and the issue, yellow cards I for think their the issue niggles. was was his ego was really bruised by the, by the crowd fans, getting yeah. onto him yeah, and then Gabriel goes in like that and he's like alright fuck you then yeah exactly I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this any, I'm in, he's gonna, he's any, I'm in sane, any sane and competent ref Pulls Gabriella aside there and goes, "This is your last chance." In 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 that temper that he set yeah. for that match, absolutely. Yeah. To be honest, as an isolated incident, as yeah, an isolated may, foul, it might have been yeah. a yellow card. But he's but in the temper yeah. of the match that he set for himself yeah. by being he's so set, he's set so lenient and he's got yeah. to follow that. Yeah, exactly. Which hundred percent, which didn't make sense. Therefore, I feel really depleted and deflated after the match because I think that the refereeing performance has ruined the game. We might have been at one one because if I'm being honest, in my opinion, it was a stonewall penalty. If you if you pull it, whether he was going down or not, if you pull a player yeah, yeah. with that much force, and also you've got to think, Jacques has been absolutely sent for a hot dog. Yeah, like, yeah. He has no idea where Bernardo Silva is, and his his natural instinct is to dangle a leg out, which is stupid anyway, because that yeah. gives the ref something to think about. And yeah, then once he, he knows where he is, he then decides to yeah. pull his shirt. Which what, is just what made it a penalty was the mixture of the dangling the leg and the pulling of the shirt. It's like if two it was, half hours. If it was just a shirt pull it wouldn't have been a pen. If it was just the leg dangle, it wouldn't have been Certainly a pen. if it was just the leg dangle. You know, it, it, so I, I'm upset with Xhaka, who had a good game, yet yeah, ruined it with an isolated incident. Yeah. The Odegaard penalty in the first half, if we go back to that briefly, I think is more subjective if you were to look at it. So it I, is, Edison's but, but, gone through him to get the ball. The then thing is, the angle is that Odegaard stepped on Edison's I, foot. I wouldn't have been angry about that if the ref had looked at the screen. Yeah. And said, okay, that's not a penalty. But they've got to look at it. Yeah. My personal opinion is that it is a penalty because Edison, by going through, by, by putting his foot through Odegaard's foot before he's got the ball, has yeah. prevented Odegaard from yeah. being able to control the ball and lay it off for somebody exactly. to have a shot. Yeah. However, I could understand if yeah. somebody, because of the, when you zoom in, Odegaard's studs go onto the inside of Edison's foot as he's trying yeah. to clear it. I could understand somebody saying Odegaard's fouled him. That's not my opinion. That's why I think it's more, more of. I think it's more of a subjective yeah. matter than the Jack one, which is just stupidity. Yeah. So, more annoyed with the yellow cards yeah. and the refereeing general performance and the two penalty incidents, because I think at 1-1, 11 v 11, with a fair ref, yeah. you know, we might have had a chance and, yeah. it, and the game would have been as pleasurable in the second half as the first half. Yeah. Right, so should we hop into a bit of tactical talk? Yeah, of course. So, I want to focus this more on more on Manchester City, and then like do reaction through phases yeah. in 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 the pitch. So, 
City obviously on paper played four three three. They they press with a four four two like we do. Yeah. Um, and then usually their build up is is the same as ours. It's a two yeah. three five. But today they played a, a different system. And actually, Pep's post match interview was really quite interesting because he basically said we knew the ability of Lacazette and Odegaard to link up with the explosion and, and, and trickery of yeah. Saka and Martinelli in the transition. Yeah. So that sounds like he's just saying we're a counter-attacking team. I don't think he is. I think he's saying, you know when we play through the lines and yeah, Lacazette yeah. and Odegaard link up and then you feed yeah. Martinelli and Saka. Well, he was saying he knows that that's what they've he, got to he stop. He knows that that's what they've got to stop. And I think he thought, by, and then he said, by doing that, we by, by trying to prevent that, we decided to play with an extra midfielder, yeah. which basically means Cancelo. So if we investigate that further, when City played out, at times they did play out the 2-3-5, yeah. and Bernardo Silva was a right eight and De Bruyne was a left eight, but at, also at times they played with a 3-4-3 three, three diamond, so yeah. a diamond of midfielders, Rodri at the base, Cancelo as the right eight, and there was a rotation, it was either Bernardo Silva or De Bruyne yeah. um, playing as, a, as the left eight or the number 10. Yeah. And that was quite interesting as well, because when they went into a 4-4-2 press, even though sometimes Bernardo Silva, when they didn't do the diamond in midfield, went as played as a right eight, Rodri was on the right of the base and Bernardo Silva was on the left of the base so that they could easily transition into the diamond with Bernardo yeah. on the left of it and De Bruyne at the tip and Cancelo at right back coming into midfield. So that was an interesting transition I saw. Um, and it helped them. It helped them play through our midfield. Yeah. But as we spoke about earlier, we don't need to delve in, into it too much more it didn't help them create any chances because no. our back four were immense. Yeah. So then the next step of this conversation, in my opinion, is to connect this sort of uh, tactical tweet that Pep made by play- by playing a diamond in midfield with three at the back in their playing out process. Mm. So, and linking it to our pressing structure. So we pressed the life out of them, as you said earlier to me, yeah. for about 15 minutes in that first half where they couldn't play out. Yeah, and it was so, it so impressive. And what they did was have a back three of Laporte in the middle, Aki on the left and Diaz on the right, yeah. and in the diamond in midfield. And Lacazette set the press, Martinelli joined on the left, Odegaard was on Rodri all, all game long. Saka would shift across and make mm. it narrow. Yeah. And they really struggled because by Saka coming inside, the left number eight didn't have space. But Martinelli pressing high and then Xhaka going high onto Cancelo, who come mm. in and plays the right eight in their diamond. They, they really what they what they had to rely on was was a clip into Jesus a lot of the time or yeah. or a switch over to Sterling <laughs> or down the line into Mares and it didn't really work for them. So I was really impressed because the energy levels to sustain that pressing for 15, 20 minutes in that first half yeah, and yeah. stop them from coming out was really impressive. But then Pep reacted and I saw something that I thought was just utterly di- like like an absolute mockery of us, which was. He then basically decided to play without a goalkeeper and play a 4-4-3, four, 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 so a four-diamond three. So yeah. you had Diaz at right-back, Laporte at right-centre-back, Edison at left-centre-back and Ake. Yeah, so yeah. basically they all shifted up one apart from Ake and Edison played centre-back. And if you re-watch the game and you pause it, for about five to ten minutes between the 30th and 40th minute, Edison's just in a back four. Yeah, yeah. And suddenly they were just carving through us because the pressing structure didn't work anymore because they had see, one more outlet. And that was just, I just looked at that and thought, is this the future of football or have they just taken the yeah. piss here? I see, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I didn't think at any point in that game they carved through us. There were a couple of balls. There were points. There were a couple of balls that they played through the lines. 
But they were they they didn't have a clear cut chance at any point. No, but there's a difference. Two things you said there. There's a there's a difference. I think they cut not carved through us. Is it is carving carving through us? They they pay through our lines up until the final third consistently in that game with, with good patterns of passing, but. In the final third, they didn't create many chances <clears throat> because our back four was so strong. And actually, yeah. when our midfielders got back and they were penned in our half, that's a different phase of the game. And they didn't really manage to create any chances, which is a big plus. So we pressed yeah. well for most of that half and then we defended yeah. deep well for most of that half a, as well. A tactical thing that I sort of picked up on was I think that there's a lot more attempt to try and get up the field through like Ramsdale's accuracy and his yeah. own passing yeah. and Martinelli and Saka's first touch. Yeah. Oh, Martinelli's first touch is ridiculous. So, Saka's first touch was good Saka's as well. I, I, I noticed what you mean, pinging it out. Like, out wide. Just sort of pinging it out and that gets Pinning you their man the field, and holding the ball. Yeah. But also, we tried to play out with, with our normal s- system. So we, we were a 4-2-3-1. We didn't stick with a 4-2-3. We were never going to. We played no. against Norwich. We, we pressed with a 4-4-2. We built out with, with a 2-3-5. So our... our we stuck to our system, which is what I'm so proud of. Because when we tried to play out, and we did did it long balls, like you said, we did mm. it on the floor as well. A long ball counts as playing out as an accurate pass. Yeah, yeah. So, but when we did try and play out on the floor, we did it, and and they didn't yeah. really nick the ball off us, and yeah. it looked like we were playing against anybody. So, when we had when we were the protagonist with the ball, I thought we did really well, and that's yeah. what impressed me the most. And I thought it was a really good first half. And then we've already touched on the refereeing performance in the second half. And we you know, just we just had to we had to sit back a little bit after the back. ten men. We went, uh, but again, they didn't create anything. No, um, we went to five at the back. Xhaka, yeah. um, Xhaka played left side centre half, yeah. which was more which was more prominent when Elneny came on. Yeah, because he didn't have to jump into midfield so much to win the ball. And I thought it was clever to take Lacazette off and put Odegaard up, um, Marcelli yeah, up top, just up top, just yeah, counter, just in case. Yeah, yeah. but it, there's not really much to say. There's about not much to say about the second half because like, they they. they there was nothing to talk about them playing out or us pressing. It was just them pending our half trying yeah. to create anything and they couldn't, they which couldn't. again, no. it shows how we've come yeah. on leaps and bounds defensively as a unit in 1v1 yeah. battles. And I think before we finish this section, I just want to talk about Tommy Asu. Oh, he's so good. Oh my gosh. Defensively the best Sterling right back had in the nothing. League. Absolutely nothing. nothing. And I want to talk about before his petulance, I thought Gabriel was was outstanding against Jesus. I, th- I I also thought Ben White was. I thought Ben well Ben White's interception actually off the Bruiner to start yeah, yeah, the attack fantastic. for our goal was was exceptional. And a couple of passes he played were really really top, sort yeah. of over the top to Tommy Asu, um, or over the other side. Right, so player ratings for this week. I'm going to be asking Harry. Harry, our three best players. I think. And their ratings out of ten, of course. Third best, I'm going to go Saka. Yeah. And I'm going to give him an eight. Yeah. Second best, I'm going to go Tomiyasu. Yeah. And I'm going to give him a 9.5. Yeah. And man of the match, I'm going to go Partey. Yeah. And I'm going to give him also a 9.5. And there was, there's, to be honest, there's not much between Partey and Tomiyasu. Yeah. I couldn't and, really and separate uh, it. To be fair, like, there were, I didn't see a performance from an Arsenal player below an eight in that game. Uh, I, think, seven. I think you could give Gabriel a six for yeah, his maybe. petulance yeah, maybe. but I mean his general performance was good Yeah, and then player of the opposition I am going to give it to Rodri yeah I'd say probably Rodri because he was I mean he was really good 
Yeah, and, he, and, just, and, he just picks it up well. Yeah. And, but none of their sort of attacking flary players really did nothing. No, I thought Bernardo Silva was quite good without creating anything obvious. I thought, you yeah. know... He, he carried the ball quite nicely, but nothing outstanding. I yeah. thought Rod, and considering he scored the winner, Rodri, maybe Ake for just for the, for the clearance. Yeah, I guess, but he got absolutely done by Saka. <laughs> yeah, it was a long day for him. Um, and then, do you want to give Albert a rating? We've got to give Airport Albert a rating. Got to give Airport oh, a rating. Oh, it has to be done. I'm going to have to give the guy nine, because the performance that we executed in yeah. the first half, to... to to get what he wanted and Mikel wanted out yeah. of the team and it's not his role that he's used to performing yeah yeah you know you've got to give the props to the guy do you want to do a ref ref rating relegation yeah get, get him in the league just, league one league two refing yeah. system minus they, 10, well they demoted him in fucking 2012 do, do it again because yeah. he's awful disgrace yeah. Okay, we're going to jump straight into the quiz due to lack of time and lack of being able to find anyone that would be any good for whatever happened to. So we're going to go straight into the quiz. Let's do it. So it's me asking Harry. Harry, who was our last FA Cup defeat to? Yeah, easy. That game completely went from my mind. I thought you wouldn't know it. (laughs) Uh, Right, so I want the score and the scorers from the 2010 League Cup final. 2010. Arsenal Birmingham. That was 2011. 2011. Are you sure? Yeah, I was there and it broke my heart. And I, I was there. And I made a tinsel Carabao Cup trophy. Oh, we've heard about your tinsel. It. Yeah, well, it, it's, honestly, that game will that. never leave my mind. It was 2010, 2011 season. Alright. The score? Yeah, score and scorers. Well, I don't know the scorers. Um, well, well I can't remember their, their, their names. That That's that's the main issue. Well, then you're going to get the question wrong. So, well, I know the score, at least. Next question. <laughs> uh, what is our long- longest unbeaten streak versus Tottenham? So, I'm going to give you three options here. So, from 2000 to 2009, we didn't lose a game against Spurs, right? Okay. So, was it 16, 18, or 20 games? Including Cup? Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. All right. So... Last FA Cup defeat. Southampton, St Mary's. Yeah, completely forgot about that. Uh, score and the scorers well, from we lost 2011. 2-1. We did lose 2-1. You had the, Do you want to have a pop had, at the scorers? Well, I know for their winning goal, it was the Koscielny, um Chesney fuck-up. Yeah. And then, I want to say McCarthy or some... some no. No? no. And for us, was it Koscielny that scored for us as well? No. No. Van Persie scored for us. Right, I don't remember. Uh, Obafemi Martin scored their winner. Yeah, that's it. And Zigic scored their first. <laughs> you've got to, you've got to be getting that. That's all come off the dome. And our longest unbeaten streak against Spurs? 18? 20. 20. Because in nine seasons, two games a season is 18 games. Yes. So we played in the cup then, I guess. Yeah, yeah twice right. in the cup. I went safe. Right, you're smashing me at the moment. It's 5-1 since we've restarted that the quiz. Is, that is awful from you. I have to fix up for next week. You do. Right, so just to finish it off, we're going to do a little Premier League roundup. I was doing all right with our result until, and you were saying this to me, I was watching it on stream and then you just see Davinson Sanchez score a 96th minute winner for Spurs. I mean, it's a new year and you want to be positive and... Therefore, I try to avoid deflation of the result and look at the the, the progress. 
that of our performance as a positive. And then I get an alert about five hours later saying that Spurs has scored a 97th minute winner at, oh, at, at Watford. And it's so just like, lucky. I just couldn't, couldn't control the, you know, the emotions any longer. Jammy little pricks. I mean, what kind of bullshit is that? And then, was that the only other game on Sunday? Um, on Saturday? No, oh, no West, we had, uh, West Ham Palace was a great game. Oh yeah, West Ham Palace, Palace was absolutely outplayed them. But yeah, I don't, I, that, that, I don't know how Palace went into that three nil down. down. But I mean, if Lanzini decides to turn into Messi, oh then my god, you, what oh a my goal. god, what a goal! I saw some edit on TikTok <laughs> where they goal. they'd like put the beat exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen it as well. That? It's it unreal. Sick. Oh, it's just goal, delightful. Man. And then Palace very nearly came back if Mateta had scored that little like that overhead kick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, was an, that was an exciting game. Yeah, Bad for us, game. though, that West Ham won, but yeah, good annoying. game. But I, I don't think they're good enough, to be honest. I think we're a better team than them. Yeah. Um, and then we had on Sunday... What did we have on Sunday? So we had... Oh, Brentford beat Villa 2-1, came from one Brighton, Everton. Wissa scored an absolute slap. Oh, yeah, left foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Everton are so bad, I don't know how we lost to them. <laughs> they're it's so just, bad, it's a joke. I don't get it. Brighton played some lovely football in that match. Yeah, they really did, actually. What a player, Basuma. Do you know, do you know oh, who's really Basuma, underrated as well? I, I really like watching is Adam Lallana. Oh, he's, he's just really, such he's a good just footballer. He's really good, technically. He does this one thing where he cross turns it with one foot and then yeah, cross yeah. turns it again with the other foot. And it's just, yeah. And then we had Leeds, Burnley. I, I haven't watched any of the highlights, to be honest. I've seen that. the goals. Dan James scored the scuffiest goal <laughs> you any, ever seen. Any good goals? Uh, yeah. Corne scored a free kick. Oh, right. okay. Beautiful goal. Corne's a go. And then Chelsea Liverpool. What a game. Oh my god. That I was at work and I finished fantastic. ten minutes into the game, so I missed the Mane goal. Right. And the Pulisic miss, which I obviously watched on highlights, but I watched the rest of the game. Pulisic, what an advert they call, they call him the LeBron James of soccer oh, in America. Oh my god. Have you seen the video of, of <laughs> The selling moment. the signed photo. Yeah, the signed photo. Like, one I mean, of those, he's like... already been compared to Messi and Ronaldo, <laughs> and he's he's twenty one. This kid, so yeah. like, what's it must he be worth do? a fortune. Yeah, it's like America, <laughs> like America's antique version. <laughs> but he so did stupid. score a very good goal in that game. Oh yeah, his finish was beautiful. I, that game was fantastic, and you always know it's fantastic when straight after the game you get a compilation of Gary Neville's noises. Yeah, Ooh. Oh, he had so many good ones. There was a you little can't. shriek. That he did when the ball just went past the post and he went a little. <laughs> really, it was oh, so that's funny. Massive. I but, love I mean, that bloke. Kovacic, I've, I've always rated Kovacic. He's, he's an amazing midfielder. He's so press resistant. His control is amazing. His passing is great. He's not the most creative player, but now everyone's starting to see it because of like the goal. That goal like, was fun. Oh. Like his momentum, he was going backwards. And he, when he hit it, his two feet were off the floor. He, he decided to turn into Paolo Di Canio. I don't like. I don't That's know a what joke of a finish. But yeah, that was a that was a brilliant. I mean, I game. despised actually, Chelsea, and I enjoyed that goal. Yeah, it, it was actually a very good result for us as well. To be honest, if we're it was a really good him. result for us. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's ended the title race, and, but yeah, it's also great result for it's, City, but it's but blown top four race wide open. Yeah, exactly. If now can, I'd say Liverpool and Chelsea are in a top four race. Yeah, if we can drag those two back a bit further down, I think it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, to, absolutely. And we just need to talk about. Salah's body fame. Oh, oh, the man is so good. And what also? What the fuck are Chelsea gonna do without Mendy? Well, they got Kepa. Yeah, but he's Mendy. not that bad. No, he's not that bad. But Mendy, but Mendy, ridiculous. yeah, ridiculously good. Yeah, they're, and they're, like they got saved a lot by him in that game. Yeah. Oh, like, um, oh, oh my god, that Jota volley. Did you see that? No. In the in the second half, where Jota like the ball had come across his his body, 
And he like he, oh he just I must have missed spanked that. it. I thought you were gonna talk about Salah trying to lob him. I mean he should have said oh, it, yeah. to be honest. What other game was there? That was it. That was it. We, we got, got United, United tonight. United Wolves tonight. Yeah. I think United I think, think that'll be nil nil or one one. United is shit. So bad. They are shite. This Ralph Rangnick geese has come in with this four two 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 thing. I know, it's I know, so I shit. know. <laughs> the, I saw someone like I saw the I think it was like Peter Drury or something being like, Man United are playing a new style of pressing football called depressing. Didn't didn't enjoy that. No. no. Awful for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, they're they're shit. They're so bad. We'll definitely finish above them. Okay, thank you for listening. Um we had two games to talk about in that one. Hopefully, I don't know what we're, what we're thinking with the with the next two because obviously we've got the FA Cup. Are we going to do an we're, FA we're Cup? Gonna do, we're going to do the cup games from now on, guys. So because it, because it's the League Cup early in the season and work events, we thought we may leave those ones out. But now yeah. we're in the semi-finals. We're going to obviously do the, the, so, the League Cup and we're going to do the FA Cup because you can't disrespect the FA Cup. Maybe maybe we should do. Oh no! I think we should do a first leg of League Cup semi-final and FA Cup next week and then we'll do after that we'll do Spurs plus second leg of League Cup semi-final we'll figure it out yeah we'll figure it out but anyway that'll be coming to you soon sorry about this one being a bit later just hard to figure out with work etc but thank you for listening and we'll see you all soon take care